ஸ்ரீமத்பாகவதம் கேண்டோ ஒன் சாப்டர் எயிட் ப்ரேயர்ஸ் பை குயின் குந்தி அண்ட் பரிக்ஷித் சேவ்ட் டெக்ஸ்ட் ஒன் சூதவாச்ச அததே சம்பரேத்தானாம் தாத்தும் சக்ரிஷ்ணா கங்காயாம் புரஸ்கிருத்தியுஸ்திரிய சூத்த கோஸ்வாமி சேட் தேர் ஆஃப்டர் த பாண்டவாஸ் டிசைடிங் டு டெலிவர் வாட்டர் டு த டெட் ரிலேட்டிவ்ஸ் ஹூ ஹேட் டிசைடட் வென்ட் டு கேஞ்சஸ் வித் ராவ்பதி அண்ட் த லேடிஸ் வாக் இன் த ஃப்ரண்ட் டு டேட் இட் இஸ் தி கஸ்டம் ஆஃப் ஹிந்து சொசைட்டி டு கோ டு த கேஞ்சஸ் ஆர் எனி அதர் சேக்ரெட் ரிவர் டு டேக் பாத் வென் டெத் அக்கர்ஸ் இன் த ஃபேமிலி each of the family members pour out a pot full of ganges water for the departed soul and walk in a procession with the ladies in the front the pandavas also followed the rules more than 5000 years ago lord krishna being a cousin of pandavas was also amongst the family members text 2 tenini yodakam sarve vilapyacha brisham punah alup Having lamented over them and sufficiently offered Ganges water, they bathed in the Ganges whose water is sanctified due to being mixed with the dust of the lotus feet of the Lord. Text 3 Tattrasinam kurupatim dhritrashram sahanujam காந்தாரி புத்திரோகார்த்தாம் பிரித்தாம் கிருஷ்ணாம் சமாதவஹ தேர் சாட் த கிங் ஆஃப் குருஸ் மகாராஜா யுதிஷ்ட்ரா அலாங் வித் இஸ் யங்கர் பிரதர்ஸ் அண்ட் திருத்தராஷ்ட்ரா காந்தாரி குந்தி அண்ட் திரௌபதி ஆர் ஓவர் வெல் வித் கிரீஃப் லார்ட் கிருஷ்ணா வாஸ் ஆல்சோ தேர் த பேட்டில் ஆஃப் குருக்ஷேத்ரா வாஸ் ஃபாட் பிட்வீன் த ஃபேமிலி மெம்பர்ஸ் அண்ட் தஸ் ஆல் தி அஃபெக்டட் பர்சன்ஸ் வேர் ஆல்சோ ஃபேமிலி மெம்பர்ஸ் லைக் மகாராஜா யுதிஷ்ட்ரா அண்ட் பிரதர்ஸ் குந்தி திரௌபதி சுபத்ரா திருத்ராஷ்ட்ரா காந்தாரி அண்ட் ஹர் டாட்டர்ஸ் இன் லா எக்ஸெட்ரா ஆல் த பிரின்சிபல் டெட் பாடிஸ் வேர் இன் சம் வே ஆர் தி அதர் ரிலேட்டட் டு ஈச் அதர் அண்ட் தேர் ஃபோர் த ஃபேமிலி க்ரீஃப் வாஸ் கம்பைண்ட் Lord Krishna was also one of them as cousin of the Pandavas and nephew of Kunti as well as brother of Shubhadra. The Lord therefore was equally sympathetic towards all of them and therefore he began to pacify them befittingly. Santavyamasa munir bihi bandhushcha shucharpitan பூத்தேஷு காலசியம் தர்ஷயன் பிரதிக்கிரியாம் சைட்டிங் த ஸ்ட்ரிஞ்சன்ட் லாஸ் ஆஃப் தி ஆல்மைட்டி அண்ட் தேர் ரியாக்ஷன்ஸ் அப்பான் லிவிங் பீயிங்ஸ் லார்ட் கிருஷ்ணா அண்ட் த முனீஸ் பிகேன் டு பேசிஃபை தோஸ் ஹூ வர் ஷாக்ட் அண்ட் அஃபெக்டட் த ஸ்ட்ரிஞ்சன்ட் லாஸ் ஆஃப் நேச்சர் அண்டர் த ஆர்டர் ஆஃப் சுப்ரீம் பர்சனாலிட்டி ஆஃப் காட் ஹெட் கேனாட் பி ஆல்டர்ட் பை எனி லிவிங் என்டிட்டி the living entities are eternally under the subjugation of the almighty lord the lord makes all the laws and orders and these laws and orders are generally called dharma or religion no one can create any religious formula bona fide religion is to abide by the orders of the lord the lord's orders are clearly declared in the bhagavad gita everyone should follow him only and his orders that will make all happy both materially and spiritually text 5 sadhayitva jata shatroho swayam rajam 
कितर्विहित घातय्वा सो राजपर्शतायुषा The clever Duryodhana and his party cunningly usurped the kingdom of Yudhishthira, who had no enemy. By the grace of the Lord, the recovery was executed, and the unscrupulous kings who joined with Duryodhana were killed by him. Others also died, and their duration of life having decreased for their rough handling of the hair of Queen Draupadi. In the glorious days, or before the advent of the age of Kali, the Brahmanas, the cows, the women. the children and the old men were properly given protection the protection of the brahmanas maintains the institution of varna and ashrama and the most scientific culture for attainment of spiritual life the protection of cows maintains the miraculous form of food that is milk for maintaining the finer tissues of the brain and for understanding higher aims of life the protection of women maintains the chastity of society by which we can get a good generation for peace tranquility and progress of life and the protection of children gives the human form of life its best chance to prepare the way of liberty from material bondage such protection of children begins from the very day of begetting a child by the purificatory process of garbhadhana samskara the beginning of pure life the protection of old men gives them a chance to prepare themselves for better life after death text 6 yajayitva shwamai zaistam tribhiruttama kalpakaihi tatyashah pavanam dikshu shatamanyori vatanot Lord Shri Krishna caused three well-formed Ashwamedha yagyas horse sacrifices to be conducted by Maharaja Yudhishthira and thus caused his virtuous fame to be glorified in all directions like that of Indra who had performed 100 such sacrifices This is something like the preface to the performances of Ashwamedha yagya by Maharaja Yudhishthira The comparison of Maharaja Yudhishthira to the king of heaven is significant The king of heaven is thousands and thousands of times greater than Maharaja Yudhishthira in opulence yet the fame of Maharaja Yudhishthira was not less the reason is that Maharaja Yudhishthira was a pure devotee of the lord and by his grace only was king Yudhishthira on the level of the king of heaven even though he performed only 3 yagyas whereas the king of heaven performed hundreds that is the prerogative of the devotee of the lord The Lord is equal to everyone but a devotee of the Lord is more glorified because he is always in touch with all great the sun's rays are equally distributed but still there are some places which are always dark this is not due to the sun but due to the receptive power similarly those who are 100% devotees of the Lord get the full fledged mercy of the Lord which is always equally distributed everywhere text 7 आमंत्रय पांडुपुत्रा शनोधव संयुत द्वैपायनादिभिर्विप्रै पूजित प्रतिपूजि लॉर्ड श्रीकृष्ण देन प्रिपेर्ड फॉर हिस् डिपाचर ही इन्वैटेड द सन्स ऑफ पांडु आफ्टर हेविंग बीन वर्शिप्ड बै द ब्राह्मणास हेडेड बै श्रीला व्यासदेव द लॉर्ड ऑलसो रेसिप्रोकेटेड ग्रीटिंग्स 
अपेरेंटली लॉर्ड कृष्णा वॉज अ क्षत्रिय एंड वॉज नॉट वर्शिपेबल बाई द ब्राह्मणास बट द ब्राह्मणास प्रेजेंट देयर हेडेड बाई शीला व्यास देवा ऑल न्यू हिम टू बी द पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड एंड देर फोर दे वर्शिप्ड हिम द लॉर्ड रिसिप्रोकेटेड द ग्रीटिंग्स जस्ट टू ऑनर द सोशल ऑर्डर दैट क्षत्रिय इज ओबीडियंट टू द ऑर्डर्स ऑफ द ब्राह्मणास ऑल दो लॉर्ड श्री कृष्णा वॉज ऑलवेज ऑफर्ड द रेस्पेक्ट्स ड्यू टू द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड फ्रॉम ऑल रेस्पॉन्सिबल क्वार्टर्स द लॉर्ड नेवर डिविएटेड फ्रॉम द कस्टमरी यूसेजेस बिटवीन द फोर ऑर्डर्स ऑफ सोसाइटी the lord purposely observed all these social customs so that others would follow him in the future text 8 gantum kritamati brahan dwarakam rathamasthitah upalebhe bhidavanti maturam bayavikhvalam as soon as he seated himself on the chariot to start for dwaraka he saw uttara hurrying towards him in fear all the family members of the pandavas were completely dependent on the protection of the lord and therefore the lord protected all of them in all circumstances the lord protects everyone but one who depends completely upon him is especially looked after by the lord the father is more attentive to the little son who is exclusively dependent on the father text 9 उत्तरोवाच पाही पाही महायोगिन देवदेवगत्पते नान्यम भय पश्ये तत्र मृत्यु परस्परम उत्तरा सेड ओ लॉर्ड ऑफ लॉर्ड्स लॉर्ड ऑफ द यूनिवर्स यू आर द ग्रेटेस्ट ऑफ मिस्टेक्स प्लीज प्रोटेक्ट मी फॉर देर इज नो वन एल्स हू कैन सेव मी फ्रॉम द क्लचेस ऑफ डेथ इन दिस वर्ल्ड ऑफ डुएलिटी The, this material world is the world of duality in contrast with the oneness of the absolute rim the world of duality is composed of matter and spirit whereas the absolute world is complete spirit without any tinge of the material qualities in the dual world everyone is falsely trying to become the master of the world whereas in the absolute world the lord is absolute lord in the world of duality everyone is envious of all others and death is inevitable due to the dual existence of matter and spirit the lord is the only shelter of fearlessness for the surrendered soul one cannot save himself from the cruel hands of death in the material world without having surrendered himself at the lotus feet of the lord text 10 abhidravati mamisha sharastapya yaso vibho kamam dahatu manath mamo garbo nibatyatam oh my lord you are all powerful a fiery iron arrow is coming towards me fast my lord let it burn me personally if you so desire but please do not let it burn and abort my embryo please do this favor my lord please this incident took place after the death of abhimanyu the husband of uttara abhimanyu's widow uttara should have followed the path of her husband but because she was pregnant and maharaja parikshit a great devotee of the lord was lying in the embryo she was responsible for his protection the mother of a child has a great responsibility in giving all protection to the child and therefore uttara was not ashamed to express this frankly before lord krishna 
Uttara was a daughter of a great king and wife of a great hero and student of a great devotee and later she was the mother of a good king also. She was fortunate in every respect. Text 11 Sūta uvāca upadhārya vachastasya bhagavān bhakta vatsalaha apāndavamidam kartrum draunir astram abhutyata Sūta Goswāmi said, Having patiently heard her words, Lord Shri Krishna, who is always very affectionate to his devotees, could at once understand that Ashwatthama, the son of Dronacharya, had thrown the Brahmastra to finish the last life in the Pandava family. The Lord is impartial in every respect, but still he is inclined towards his devotees because there is a great necessity for this for everyone's well-being. The Pandava family was a family of devotees and therefore the Lord wanted them to rule the world. That was the reason he vanquished the rule of the company of Duryodhana and established the rule of Maharaja Yudhishthira. Therefore he also wanted to protect Maharaja Parikshit who was lying in the embryo. He did not like the idea that the world should be without the Pandavas, the ideal family of devotees. Text 12 Tarihe vatha muni shreshta Pandavaha panchasayakan Atmanobi mukhan deeptan Alakshatrana yupadaduhu. O foremost among the great thinkers, seeing the glaring Brahmastra proceeding towards them, the Pandavas took up their five respective weapons. The Brahmastras are finer than the nuclear weapons. Ashwatthama discharged the Brahmastra simply to kill the Pandavas, namely the five brothers headed by Maharaja Yudhishthira and their only grandson who was lying within the womb of Uttara. Therefore, Brahmastra, more effective and finer than the atomic weapons, was not as blind as the atomic bombs. When atomic bombs are discharged, they do not discriminate between the target and the others. Mainly the atomic bombs do harm to the innocent because there is no control. Text 13 Yasanam Vikshatatesha Mananya Vishayatmanam Sudarshanena Swastrena Swanam Raksham Vyadhavibuhu the Almighty Personality of Godhead Shri Krishna, having observed that a great danger was befalling his unalloyed devotees who were fully surrendered souls, at once took up his Sudarshana disc to protect them. The Brahmasra is a product of more subtle science, being the product of a finer sound, a mantra recorded in the Vedas. Another advantage of this weapon is that it is not blind like the nuclear weapon because it can be directed only to the target and nothing else. Ashwatthama released the weapon just to finish all the male members of the Pandu family. Therefore, in one sense, it was more dangerous than the atomic bombs because it could penetrate even the most protected place and would never miss the target. Knowing all this, Lord Shri Krishna at once took up his personal weapon to protect his devotees who did not know anyone other than Krishna. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord has clearly promised that his devotees are never to be vanquished and he behaves according to the quality or degree of the devotional service rendered by the devotees. Here the word Ananya Vishayat Atmanam is very significant.
the pandavas were sent person dependent on the protection of the lord although they were all great warriors themselves but the lord neglects even the greatest warriors and also vanquishes them in no time when the lord saw that there was no time for the pandavas to counteract the brahmastra of ashwatthama he took up his weapon even at the risk of breaking his own bow although the battle of kurukshetra was almost finished still according to his bow he should not have taken up his own weapon but the emergency was more important than the bow he is better known as bhakta vatsala or the lover of his devotee and thus he preferred to continue as bhakta vatsala than to be a worldly moralist who never breaks his solemn vow text 14 antahastah sarvabhutana ma ma yogeshwaro harihi swamaya yavrunodgarbha vairatyaha kurutantave the lord of supreme mysticism sri krishna resides within the everyone's heart as the paramatma as such just to protect the progeny of kuru dynasty he covered the embryo of uttara by his personal energy lord of the supreme mysticism can simultaneously reside within everyone's heart and even within the atoms by his paramatma feature his plenary portion therefore within the body of uttara he covered the embryo to save maharaja parikshit and protect the progeny of maharaja kuru of whom king pandu was also a descendant text 15 यद्यप्यस्त्रं ब्रह्मशिस्तमोघम चाप्रतिक्रिम वैष्णव तेज आसाध्य शमशाम यदृगुत्व ओ सौनका although the supreme brahmastra weapon released by ashwatthama was irresistible and without check or counteraction it was neutralized and foiled when confronted by the strength of vishnu that is lord shri krishna In Bhagavad Gita it is said that Brahma Jyoti or the glowing transcendental effulgence is resting on Lord Shri Krishna in other words the glowing effulgence known as Brahma Tejas is nothing but the rays of the Lord just as the sun's rays are the rays of the sun's disk so this brahma weapon also although materially irresistible could not surpass the supreme strength of the of the lord the weapon called brahmastra released by ashwatthama was neutralized and foiled by lord shri krishna by his own energy that is to say he did not wait for any others help because he is absolute text 16 ma masta hetadashcharya sarvashcharya मत्ते च्युते ययिदं मायया देव्या सृजत्यवती हन्त्यजः ओ ब्राह्मणास डू डू नॉट थिंक दिस टू बी एस्पेशली वंडरफुल इन द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ द मिस्टीरियस एंड इनफैलिबल पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड बाय हिज ओन ट्रांसेंडेंटल एनर्जी ही मेंटेन्स एंड एनिहिलेट्स ऑल मटेरियल थिंग्स ऑल्दो ही हिमसेल्फ इज अनबॉर्न The activities of Lord are always inconceivable to the tiny brain of the living entities. Nothing is impossible for the Supreme Lord, but all His actions are wonderful for us, and thus He is always beyond the range of our conceivable limits. Text 
text 17 Brahma Tejo Vinir Muktair Atma Jai Saha Krishnaya Prayanabhi Mukham Krishnam Midamaha Prithasati Thus saved from the radiation of the Brahmastra, Kunti, the chaste devotee of the Lord, and her five sons in Draupadi addressed Lord Krishna as he started for home. Text 18 Kuntya Uvacha Namasye Purusham Tvadhatya Mishwaram Prakritehe Param Alaksham Sarvabhutanam Antarbahir Avastitam Srimati Kunti said, O Krishna, I offer my obeisances unto you because you are the original personality and are unaffected by the qualities of the material world. You are existing both within and without everything, yet you are invisible to all. Srimati Kunti Devi was quite aware that Krishna is the original personality of Godhead, although he was playing the part of a nephew. Such an enlightened lady could not commit a mistake by offering obeisances unto her nephew. Therefore, she addressed him as the original Purusha beyond the material cosmos. In Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says, I am situated in everyone's heart and only due to me one remembers, forgets and is cognizant etc. Through all the Vedas, I am to be known because I am the compiler of Vedas and I am the teacher of Vedanta. Queen Kunti affirms that the Lord, although both within and without all living beings, is still invisible. The Lord is, so to speak, a puzzle for the common man. Text 19 Maya Javanika Chamag Maya Javanika Chanam Agya Dokshajam Avyayam Na Lakshya Se Muda Drishta Nato Natya Dharoyata Being beyond the range of limited sense perception, you are eternally irreproachable factor covered by the curtain of deluding energy. You are invisible to the foolish observer exactly as an actor dressed as a player is not recognized. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Sri Krishna affirms that less intelligent persons mistake him to be an ordinary man like us and thus they deride him. It, the same is confirmed herein by Queen Kunti. The less intelligent persons are those who rebel against the authority of the Lord and such persons are known as Asuras. The Asuras cannot recognize Lord's authority. When the Lord himself appears amongst us as Rama, Rasimha, Varaha or his original form as Krishna, he performs many wonderful acts which are humanly impossible. There is a class of men with demonoid mentality who are always reluctant to accept the Lord as supreme absolute truth. This is partially due to their poor fund of knowledge and partially due to their stubborn obstinacy which results from various misdeeds in the past and present. Such persons could not recognize Lord Sri Krishna even when he was present before them. Another difficulty is that those who depend more on their imperfect senses cannot realize him as a supreme lord. Such persons are like the modern scientist. They want to know everything by experimental knowledge. But this is not possible to know the supreme lord by imperfect experimental knowledge. He is described as the adhokshaja or beyond the range of experimental knowledge. Text 20 
You yourself descend to propagate the transcendental science of devotional service onto the hearts of the advanced transcendentalists and mental speculators who are purified by being able to discriminate between the matter and spirit. How then can we women know you perfectly? It is said in Upanishads that the supreme truth, the absolute personality of Godhead is beyond the range of thinking power of the great philosopher. He is unknowable by great learning or by great brain. He is knowable only by one who has his mercy. Otherwise, may others may go on thinking about him for years together, but he is unknowable. This very fact is corroborated by the queen who is playing the part of an innocent woman. Women in general are unable to speculate like philosophers, but they are blessed by the Lord because they believe at once in the superiority and the almightiness of the Lord and thus they offer obeisances without reservation. The Lord is so kind that he does not show special favor only to one who is a great philosopher. He knows the sincerity of purpose. For this reason only, women generally assemble in great number in any sort of religious function. In every country, in every sect of religion, it appears that women are more interested than the men. This simplicity of acceptance of the Lord's authority is more effective than showy, insincere religious fervor. Text 21 and 22 Krishnaya Vasudevaya Devaki Nanda Nayacha Nanda Gopakumaraya Govindaya Namo Namaha I repeat Krishnaya Vasudevaya Devaki Nanda Nayacha Nanda Gopakumaraya Govindaya Namo Namaha Namapankajanabhaya Namapankajamaline Namaha Pankajanetraya Namaste Pankajangraye Namaha Pankajanabhaya Namaha Pankajamaline Namaha Pankajanetraya Namaste Pankajangraye Let me therefore offer my respectful obeisances unto the Lord who has become the son of Vasudeva the pleasure of Devaki, the boy of Nanda and other cowherd men of Vrindavan and the enliviner of the cows and the senses. My respectful obeisances are unto you, O Lord, whose abdomen is marked with a depression like lotus flower, who is always decorated with garlands of lotus flowers, whose glance is as cool as lotus and whose feet are engraved with lotuses. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 8, Text 23 Yatha Krishi Kesha Khalena Devaki Kamsena Ruddhati Chiram Shucharpita Vimochitaham Tasahatma Javibho Tvayaiva Nathena Muhurvipadganat O Krishi Kesha Master of senses and Lord of Lords, you have released your mother Devaki, 
who was long imprisoned and distressed by the envious king Kamsa and me and my children from a series of constant dangers. Devaki, the mother of Krishna and sister of king Kamsa was put into prison along with her husband Vasudeva because the envious king was afraid of being killed by Devaki's eighth son Krishna. He killed all the sons of Devaki who were born before Krishna but Krishna escaped the danger of child slaughter because he was transferred to the house of Nanda Maharaja Lord Krishna's foster father Kunti Devi along with her children was also saved from a series of dangers but Kunti Devi was shown far more favor because Lord Krishna did not save the other children of Devaki whereas he saved the children of Kunti Devi this was done because Devaki's husband Vasudeva was living whereas Kunti Devi was a widow and there was none to help her except Krishna the conclusion is that Krishna endows more favor to a devotee who is in greater dangers sometimes he puts his pure devotees in such dangers because in that condition of helplessness the devotee becomes more attached to the lord the more the attachment is there for the lord the more success is there for the devotee text 24 विषाग्ने पुषादर्शन दसत्सभा वनवास कृच्छिता मृधे मृधे नेकमहारथास्त्रो द्रौण्यस्त्रश्चाश्मेक्षिता मै डियर कृष्णा युअर लॉर्डशिप हेज प्रोटेक्टेड अस् फ्रॉम अ पॉइजंड केक फ्रॉम अ ग्रेट फायर फ्रॉम द कैनिबॉल्स from the vicious assembly from sufferings during our exile in the forest and from the battle where generals fought and now you have saved us from the weapon of ashwatthama the list of dangerous encounters is submitted herein devaki was once put into difficulty by her envious brother otherwise she was well but kunti devi and her sons were put into one difficulty after another for years and years together they are put into trouble by duryodhana and his party due to the kingdom and each and every time the sons of kunti were saved by the lord once bhima was administered a poison in the cake once they were put into the house made of shellac and set afire and once draupadi was dragged out and attempts were made to insult her by stripping her naked in the vicious assembly of the kurus lord saved draupadi by supplying immeasurable length of cloth and duryodhana's party failed to see her naked similarly when they were exiled in the forest bhima had to fight with the man eater demon hidimba rakshasa but lord saved him so it was not finished there after all these tribulations there was this great battle of kurukshetra and arjuna had to meet such great generals as drona bhishma and karna all powerful fighters and at last even when everything was done away, done away with there was the brahmastra released by the son of dronacharya to kill the child within the womb of uttara and the so lord saved the only surviving descendant of the kurus maharaja parikshit text 25 vipadah santutas shashvat 
तत्र तत्र जगद्गुरु भवतो दर्शनाम यत्स्यात अपुनर्भव दर्शनम आई विश ऑल दोस कैलामिटीज वुड हैपन अगेन एंड अगेन सो दैट वी कुड सी यू अगेन एंड अगेन फॉर सीइंग यू मींस वी विल नो लॉन्गर सी रिपीटेड बर्थ्स एंड डेथ्स generally the distressed the needy the intelligent and the inquisitive who have performed some pious activities worship or begin to worship the lord others who are thriving on misdeeds only regardless of status cannot approach the supreme due to being misled by the illusory energy therefore for a pious person if there is some calamity there is no other alternative than to take shelter of the lotus feet of the lord constantly remembering the lotus feet of lord means preparing for liberation from birth and death therefore even though there are so called calamities they are welcome because they give us an opportunity to remember the lord which means liberation one has to take shelter at the lotus feet of the lord which is accepted as the most suitable boat for crossing the ocean of nations and achieving liberation as easily as one leaps over the holes made by the hoofs of a calf such persons are meant to reside in the abode of the lord and they have nothing to do with the place where there is danger in every step this material world is certified by the lord in bhagavad gita as a dangerous place full of calamities less intelligent persons prepare plans to adjust to those calamities without knowing that the nature of this place is itself full of calamities they have no information of the abode of the lord which is full of bliss and without trace of calamity the duty of the same person therefore is to be undisturbed by the worldly calamities which are sure to happen in all circumstances suffering all sorts of unavoidable misfortunes one should make progress in spiritual realization because that is the mission of human life the spirit soul is transcendental to all material calamities therefore the so called calamities are called false a man may see a tiger swallowing him in a dream and he may cry for this calamity actually there is no tiger and there is no suffering it is simply a case of dreams in the same way all calamities of life are said to be dreams if someone is lucky enough to get in contact with the lord by devotional service it is all gain contact with lord by any one of the nine devotional services is always a forward step on the path going back to godhead text 26 janmaishwariya shutar shribhir edha mana madha puman नैवाथ्य अभिदाचन गोचर मै लॉर्ड योर लॉर्डशिप कैन ईजली बी अप्रोच्ड बट ओनली बै दोस् हु आर् मेटीरियली एक्सास्टेड वन हु इज ऑन द पाथ ऑफ मेटीरियल प्रोग्रेस ट्राइंग टू इंप्रूव हिमसेल्फ विथ रेस्पेक्टेबल पेरेंटेज ग्रेट ऑप्यूलेंस हाई एजुकेशन एंड बॉडीली ब्यूटी कैनॉट अप्रोच यू विथ सिंसियर फीलिंग Being materially advanced means taking birth in an aristocratic family and possessing great wealth and education and attractive personal beauty. All materialistic men are mad after possessing all these material opulences and this is known as the advancement of material civilization. 
but the result is that by possessing all these material assets one becomes artificially puffed up intoxicated by such temporary possessions consequently such materially puffed up persons are incapable of uttering the holy name of the lord by addressing him feelingly o govinda o krishna it is said in the shastras that by once uttering the holy name of the lord the sinner gets rid of a quantity of sins that he is unable to commit such is the power of uttering the holy name of the lord this is not the least exaggeration in this statement actually lord's holy name has such powerful potency but there is a quality to such utterances also it depends on the quality of feeling a helpless man can feeling utter the holy name of the lord but whereas a man who utters the same holy name in great material satisfaction cannot be so sincere a materially puffed up person may utter the holy name of the lord occasionally but he is incapable of uttering the name in quality therefore four principles of material advancement namely number 1 high parentage number 2 good wealth number 3 high education number 4 attractive beauty are so to speak disqualifications for progress on the path of spiritual advancement the material covering of pure spirit soul is an external feature as much as the fever is an external feature of the unhealthy body the general process is to decrease the degree of fever and not to aggravate it by maltreatment sometimes it is seen that spiritually advanced persons become materially impoverished this is no discouragement on the other hand such impoverishment is a good sign as much as falling of temperature is a good sign the principle of life should be to decrease the degree of material intoxication which leads one to be more and more illusioned about the aim of life grossly illusioned persons are quite unfit for entrance into the kingdom of god text 27 namo kinchana vittaya nivrata gunavrittaye atmaramaya shantaya kaivalya pataye namaha my obeisances are unto you you are the property of the materially impoverished you have nothing to do with the actions and reactions of the material modes of nature you are self satisfied and therefore you are the most gentle and are master of the monas a living being is finished as soon as there is nothing to possess therefore a living being cannot be in the real sense of term a renouncer a living being renounces something for gaining something more valuable a student sacrifices his childish proclivities to gain a better education a servant gives up his job for a better job similarly a devotee renounces the material world not for nothing but for something tangible in spiritual value the devotees are generally without material prosperity but they have a very secret treasure house in the lotus feet of the lord there is a nice story about shila sanatana goswami he had a touchstone and this stone was left in a pile of refuse 
a needy man took it but later on wondered why the valuable stone was kept in such a neglected place he therefore asked sanatana goswami for the most valuable thing and then he was given the holy name of the lord akinchana means one who has nothing to give materially a factual devotee or mahatma does not give anything material to anyone because he has already left all material assets he can however deliver the supreme asset namely the personality of godhead because he is the only property of a factual devotee the touchstone of sanatana goswami which was thrown in the rubbish was not the property of goswami otherwise it would not have been kept in such a place advancement of material vision or material civilization is a great stumbling block for spiritual advancement such advancement entangles the living being in the bondage of a material body followed by all sorts of material miseries such material advancement is called anartha or things not wanted um, the material disease is due to hankering after and lording it over material nature this hankering is due to an interaction of the three modes of nature and neither the lord nor the devotees have attachment for such false enjoyment therefore the lord and the devotees are called nivrata gunavritti the perfect nivrata gunavritti is a supreme lord because he never becomes attracted by the modes of material nature whereas the living beings have such a tendency and some of them are entrapped by the illusory attraction of the material nature such unalloyed devotees are distinct from mixed devotees who approach the lord for mitigation of miseries and poverty because of inquisitiveness or speculation the unalloyed devotees and the lord are transcendentally attached to one another for others the lord has nothing to reciprocate and therefore he is called atma rama that is self satisfied self satisfied as he is he is the master of all monas who seek to merge into the existence of the lord such monas merge within the personal effulgence of the lord called the brahma jyoti the personal effulgence of the lord is called the brahma jyoti i repeat but the devotees enter into the transcendental pastimes of the lord which are never to be misunderstood as material hello everyone we have been doing shrimad bhagavatam canto 1 chapter 8 prayers by queen kunti and parikshit saved we have completed till text 27 i am resuming from text 28 manye twam kalamishanam anadi nidhanam vibhum samam charantam sarvatra bhutanam yanmitakhalihi my lord i consider your lordship to be eternal time the supreme controller without beginning and end and the all pervasive one in distributing your mercy you are equal to everyone the dissensions between living beings are due to social intercourse kunti devi knew that krishna was neither her nephew nor an ordinary family member of her paternal house she knew perfectly well that krishna is the primeval lord who lives in everyone's heart as a super soul parmatma another name of parmatma feature of lord is kala or eternal time eternal time is the witness of all our actions 
good and bad and thus resultant reactions are distant by him it is no use saying that we do not know why and for what we are suffering we may forget the misdeed for which we may suffer at this present moment but we must remember that paramatma is our constant companion and therefore he knows everything the past the present and the future and because the paramatma feature of lord krishna destines all actions and reactions he is the supreme controller also without his sanction not a blade of grass can move the living beings are given as much freedom as they deserve and misuse of that freedom is the call of suffering the devotees of the lord do not misuse their freedom and therefore they are the good sons of the lord others who misuse freedom are put to miseries destined by the eternal kala the kala offers conditioned souls both happiness and miseries it is all predestined by eternal time as we have miseries uncalled for so we may have happiness also without being asked for they are all predestined by kala no one is therefore either an enemy or friend of the lord everyone is suffering and enjoying the result of his own destiny this destiny is made by the living beings in course of social intercourse everyone here wants to lord it over the material nature and thus everyone creates his own destiny under the supervision of supreme lord he is all pervading and therefore he can see everyone's activities and because the lord has no beginning or end he is known also as the eternal time kala text 29 na veda kaschit bhagavan shikirshitam taveha manasya nirnam vidhambanam na yasya kaschit dayitosti kahirchid dveyascha yasmin vishamamatirnam o lord no one can understand your transcendental pastimes which appear to be human and so are misleading you have no specific object of favor nor do you have any object of envy people only imagine that you are partial the lord's mercy upon the fallen souls is equally distributed he has no one as the specific object of hostility the very conception of personality of godhead as a human being is misleading his pastimes appear to be exactly like a human beings but actually they are transcendental and without any tinge of material contamination he is undoubtedly known as a partial to his pure devotees but in fact he is never partial as much as the sun is never partial to anyone by utilizing the sun's rays sometimes even the stones become valuable whereas a blind man cannot see the sun although there are enough sun's rays before him darkness and light are two opposite conceptions but this does not mean that sun is partial in distributing its rays the sun's rays are open to everyone but the capacities of the receptacles differ foolish people think that devotional service is flattering the lord to get special mercy factually poor devotees pure devotees are engaged in transcendental loving service of the lord and they are not for any mercantile community a mercantile house renders service to someone in exchange of values the pure devotees does not render service onto the lord for such exchange therefore the full mercy of the lord is open for him suffering men needy men inquisitive persons or philosophers make temporary connections with the lord to serve a particular purpose when the purpose is served 
there is no more relation with the lord a suffering man if he is pious at all prays to the lord for his recovery but as soon as the recovery is over in most cases the suffering man no longer cares to keep any connection with the lord the mercy of the lord is open for him but he is reluctant to receive it that is the difference between a pure devotee and a mixed devotee those who are completely against the service of the lord are considered to be in abject darkness those who ask for the lord's favor only at the time of necessity are partial recipients of the mercy of the lord and those who are sent person engaged in the service of the lord are full recipients of the mercy of the lord such partiality in receiving lord's mercy is relative to the recipient and it is not due to the partiality of the all merciful lord when the lord descends on this material world by his all merciful energy he plays like a human being and therefore it appears that lord is partial to his devotees only but that is not a fact despite such apparent manifestation of partiality his mercy is equally distributed in the battlefield of kurukshetra all persons who died in the fight before the presence of the lord got salvation without necessary qualifications because death before the presence of the lord purifies the passing soul from the effects of all sins and therefore the dying man gets a place somewhere in the transcendental abode somehow or other if someone puts himself open in the sun's rays he is sure to get the requisite benefit both by heat and by ultraviolet rays therefore the conclusion is that the lord is never partial it is wrong for the people in general to think of him as partial text 30 जन्म कर्म च विश्वात्मन अजस्य कर्तुरात्मन तीरन्षिषु यादस्सु तत्तंबनम ऑफकोर्स इट इस बिविलिंग ओ सोल ऑफ द यूनिवर्स दैट यू वर्क दो यू आर इनएक्टिव एंड दैट यू टेक बर्थ दो यू आर द वाइटल फोर्स एंड द अनबॉर्न यू योर सेल्फ डिसेंट अमंग द एनिमल्स मेन sages and aquatics verily that is bewildering the transcendental pastimes of the lord are not only bewildering but also apparently contradictory in other words they are all inconceivable to the limited thinking power of the human being the lord is all pervading super soul of all existence and yet he appears in the form of a boar amongst the animals in the form of human being as rama krishna etc in the form of a rishi like narayana and in the form of an aquatic like a fish yet it is said that he is unborn and he has nothing to do in the shruti mantra it is said that the supreme brahman has nothing to do no one is equal to or greater than him he has manifold energies and everything is performed by him perfectly by automatic knowledge strength and activity all these statements prove without any question that lord's activities forms and deeds are all inconceivable to our limited thinking power and because he is inconceivably powerful everything is possible in him therefore no one can calculate him exactly every action of the lord is bewildering to the common man he cannot be understood by vedic knowledge 
but he can easily be understood by pure devotees because they are intimately related with him the devotees therefore know that although he appears amongst the animals he is not an animal nor a man nor a rishi nor a fish he is eternally the supreme lord in all circumstances text 31 gopyadade tvayi कृतागसीदाम तावद् याते दशाशु कलिलांचन संभ्रमाक्षम वक्त्रम निनीय भयभावनया स्थितस्य सामाभिमोहयति भीरपि यद् भिबेति माय डियर कृष्णा यशोदा टुक अप अ रोप टू बाइंड यू व्हेन यू कमिटेड एन ऑफेंस and you your perturbed eyes were over flooded with tears which washed the mascara from your eyes and you were afraid though fear personified is afraid of you this sight is bewildering to me here is another explanation of bewilderment created by the pastimes of the supreme lord the supreme lord is supreme in all circumstances as already explained here is a specific example of the lord's being supreme and at the same time a plaything in the presence of his pure devotee the supreme lord also accepts the loving service of his devotees more relishingly when the service is rendered spontaneously out of pure affection without anything of a reverential admiration generally lord is worshiped by devotees in a reverential attitude but the lord is meticulously pleased when the devotee out of pure affection and love considers the lord to be less important than himself the lord's pastimes in the original abode of goloka vrindavana are exchanged in that spirit friends of krishna consider him one of them they do not consider him to be a reverential of any reverential importance the parents of the lord who are all pure devotees consider him a child only the lord accepts the chastisements of the parents more cheerfully than the prayers of the vedic hymns similarly he accepts the reproaches of his fiancees more palatably than the vedic hymns when lord krishna was present in this material world to manifest his eternal pastimes of the transcendental realm of goloka vrindavana as an attraction for the people in general he displayed a unique picture of subordination before his foster mother yashoda the lord in his naturally childful childish playful activities used to spoil the stocked butter of mother yashoda by breaking the pots and distributing the contents to his friends and playmates including the celebrated monkeys of vrindavana who took advantage of lord's munificence mother yashoda saw this and out of her pure love she wanted to make a show of punishment for her transcendental child she took a rope and threatened the lord that she would tie him up as is generally done in an ordinary household seeing the rope in the hands of mother yashoda the lord bowed down his head and began to weep just like a child and tears rolled down his cheeks washing off the black ointment smeared through his beautiful eyes this picture of lord is adored by kunti devi because she is conscious of lord's supreme position he is feared often by fear personified yet he is afraid of his mother who wanted to punish him just in an ordinary manner Kunti was conscious of the exalted position of Krishna whereas Yashoda was not 
therefore yashoda's position was more exalted than kunti's mother yashoda got lord as a child and lord made her forget altogether that her child was a lord himself if mother yashoda had been conscious of the exalted position of the lord she would certainly have hesitated to punish the lord but she was made to forget the situation because lord wanted to make a complete gesture of childishness before the affectionate yashoda this exchange of love between the mother and the son was performed in a natural way and kunti remembering the scene was bewildered and she could do nothing but praise the transcendental filial love indirectly mother yashoda is praised for her unique position of love for she could control even the all powerful lord as her beloved child shrimad bhagavatam canto 1 chapter 8 text 32 केचिदारुहजातुश्लोक कीर्त यदोप्रिस्वाये मलयसंदनम सम से दट द अनबॉर्न इज बॉर्न फॉर द ग्लोरिफिकेशन ऑफ पायस किंग्स एंड अदर्स से दट ही इज बॉर्न टू प्लीज किंग यदु वन ऑफ योर डिस्ट डिवोटीज you appear in his family as sandalwood appears in the malaya hills because lord's appearance in this material world is bewildering there are different opinions about birth of the unborn in bhagavad gita as lord says that he takes his birth in the material world although he is the lord of all creations and he is unborn so there cannot be any denial of birth of the unborn because he himself establishes the truth but still there are different opinions as to why he takes his birth this is also declared in bhagavad gita he appears by his own internal potency to reestablish the principles of religion and to protect the pious and to annihilate the impious that is the mission of the appearance of the unborn still it is said that the lord is there to glorify the pious king yudhishthira lord shri krishna certainly wanted to establish the kingdom of pandavas for the good for all in the world when there is a pious king ruling over the world the people are happy when the ruler is impious the people are unhappy in the age of kali in most cases the rulers are impious and therefore the citizens are also continuously unhappy but in the case of democracy the impious citizens themselves elect their representative to rule over them and therefore they cannot blame anyone for their unhappiness maharaja nala was also celebrated as the great pious king but he had no connection with lord shri krishna the lord had already glorified king yadu having taken birth in his family although he is known as yadava yaduvira yadunandana etc he is always independent of such obligation he is just like the sandalwood that grows in the malaya hills trees can grow anywhere and everywhere yet because the sandalwood trees grow mostly in the area of malaya hills the name sandalwood and the malaya hills are interrelated therefore the conclusion is that that lord is never ever unborn like the sun and yet he appears as the sun rises on the eastern horizon as the sun is never the sun of the eastern horizon so the lord is no one's sun 
but he is the father of everything that be text 33 apareva sudevasya devakyam yachito bhyagat ajastvamasya kshemaya vadayacha suratvisham others say that since both vasudeva and devaki prayed for you you have taken your birth as a son undoubtedly you are unborn yet you take your birth for their welfare and to kill those who are envious of the demigods it is also said vasudeva and devaki in their previous birth as sutapa and prishni underwent a severe type of penance to get the lord as their son and as a result of such austerities the lord appeared as their son it is already declared in bhagavad gita that the lord appears for the welfare of all people of the world and to vanquish the asuras or the materialistic atheists text 34 bharavatara nanyaye bhuvo navaivo dhadhau ஷ்ணு first of all enter the material universe without spiritual contact matter cannot create this principle was followed from the very beginning of the creation the supreme spirit entered the universe and the first living being brahma was born on a lotus flower grown out of the transcendental abdomen of vishnu vishnu is therefore known as padmanabha Brahma is known as Atma Bhu because he was begotten directly from the father without any contact of mother Lakshmi. Brahma is therefore the directly the son of father and was not put into the womb of a mother. Therefore he is known as Atma Bhu. This Brahma is in charge of further creations in the universe secondarily reflected by the potency of the omnipotent. Within the halo of the universe there is transcendental planet known as Shweta Dwipa which is the abode of Shirodakasai Vishnu the paramatma feature of the supreme lord whenever there is trouble in the universe that cannot be solved by administrative demigods they approach brahma ji for a solution and if it is not to be solved even by brahma ji then brahma ji consults and prays to the shirodakasai vishnu for an incarnation and solution to the problems such a problem arose when kamsa and others were ruling over the earth and earth became too much overburdened by the misdeeds of the asuras brahma ji along with other demigods prayed at the shore of shirodaka ocean as they were advised for the descent of krishna as a son of vasudeva and devaki So some people say that Lord appeared because of the prayers of Brahma ji. Text 35. Bhavesmin klishyamananam avidhyakamakarbhi karmabhi shravana smaranarhani karishyan itikechana. 
and yet others say that you appear to rejuvenate the devotional service of hearing remembering and worshiping and so on in order that the conditioned souls suffering from material pangs might take advantage and gain liberation in shrimad bhagavad gita the lord asserts that he appears in every millennium just to reestablish the way of religion the way of religion is made by supreme lord no one can manipulate a new path of religion as is the fashion for certain ambitious persons the factual way of religion is to accept the lord as the supreme authority and thus render service unto him in spontaneous love the only function of the living being is to render service to the lord the lord is great and living beings are subordinate to him therefore the duty of a living being is just to serve him only unfortunately the illusion living beings out of misunderstanding only become servants of the senses by material desire this desire is called avidya and out of such desire the living being takes makes different plans for material enjoyment he therefore becomes entangled in the chain of birth and death by transmigrating into different bodies on different planets under the direction of the supreme lord unless therefore one is beyond the boundary of this avidya one cannot get free from the threefold miseries of the material life and this is the law of nature the lord however out of his causeless mercy because he is more merciful to the suffering living beings than they can expect appears before them and renovates the principles of devotional service comprised of hearing chanting remembering serving worshiping praying cooperating and surrendering unto him text 36 shrinvanti gayanti grinantya abhikshanaha smaranti nandanti tave hitam janaha ta eva pashyantya ஷன் in order to see him one has to change his present vision by developing a different condition of life full of spontaneous love of godhead when shri krishna was personally present on the face of the globe not everyone could see him as a supreme personality of godhead materialists like ravana hiranyakashipu kamsa jarasandha and shishupala were highly qualified personalities by acquisition of material assets but they were unable to appreciate the presence of the lord therefore even though the lord may be present before our eyes it is not possible to see him unless we have that necessary vision this necessary qualification is developed by the process of devotional service only beginning with hearing about the lord from the right source so therefore the shravana is very important if hearing is from the right sources it acts very quickly when the hearing process is perfect and complete the other processes become automatically perfect in their own way there are some different transcendental activities of the lord with each and every one of them is competent to bestow the desired result provided the hearing process is perfect in bhagavatam the activities of lord begin from his dealings with the pandavas 
there are many other pastimes of the lord in connection with his dealings with the asuras and others and in the 10th canto the sublime dealings with his conjugal associates the gopis as well as with his married wives at dwaraka are mentioned one must hear about the lord from the very beginning and as in shrimad bhagavatam or any other scriptures that will help the hearer attain perfection by progressive development one should not therefore consider that his dealings with the pandavas are less important than his dealings with the gopis we must always remember that lord is always transcendental to all mundane attachment in all the above mentioned dealings of the lord he is the hero of all circumstances and hearing about him or about his devotees or combatants is conducive to spiritual life it is said that the vedas and puranas etc are made to revive our lost relation with him hearing of all these scriptures is therefore very essential text 37 apatya nastvam svakrite hitaprabho jihasasi shvitsukhdro nujavinaha yesham chanyad bhavataha padambujat parayanam rajasu yojitahasam o my lord you have executed all duties yourself are you leaving us today though we are completely dependent on your mercy and have no one to protect us now when all kings are at enmity with us the pandavas were most fortunate because with all good luck they were entirely dependent on the mercy of the lord in the material world to be dependent on the mercy of someone is of utmost sign of misfortune but in the case of our transcendental relation with the lord it is the most fortunate case when we live in completely dependent on the lord the whole material world is moving on this false attempt of becoming independent of the laws of nature beginning from ravana who wanted to prepare a direct staircase to the planets of heaven down to the present age they are trying to overcome the laws of nature they are trying now to approach distant planetary systems by electronic mechanical power but the highest goal of human civilization is to work hard under the guidance of the lord and become completely dependent on him the highest achievement of perfect civilization is to work with valor but at the same time depend completely on the lord the pandavas were ideal executors of this standard of civilization undoubtedly they were completely dependent on the goodwill of lord shri krishna but they were not idle parasites of the lord they were all highly qualified both by personal character and by physical activities still they looked for the mercy of the lord because they knew that every living being is dependent on the constitutional position the perfection of life is therefore to become dependent on the will of the lord instead of becoming falsely independent in the material world those who try to become falsely independent of the lord are called anatha or without any guardian whereas those who are completely dependent on the will of the lord are called sanata or those having someone to protect them therefore we must try to be sanata so that we can always be protected from the unfavorable condition of material existence bhagavad gita therefore directs us that after many many births one fortunate person becomes aware of the fact that vasudeva is all in all and the best way of leading one's life is to surrender unto him completely that is the sign of a mahatma 
all the members of the Pandava families were Mahatmas in household life. ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जायम मुदीर ये श्री श्री श्रीमद्भगवत्पुराणपरायण अथ कुंतीस्तुति केवयम नामभ्याम यदुवि सह पांडवा दर्शन As the name and fame of a particular body is finished with the disappearance of the living spirit, similarly, if you do not look upon us, all our fame and activities, along with the Pandavas and Yadus, will end at once. Kunti Devi is quite aware that existence of Pandavas is due to Shri Krishna only. The Pandavas are undoubtedly well established in name and fame and are guided by the great king Yudhishthira who is morality personified and the Yadus are undoubtedly great allies. But without the guidance of Lord Krishna, all of them are non-entities. As much as the senses of the body are useless, without the guidance of consciousness no one should be proud of his prestige power and fame without being guided by the favor of the supreme lord the living beings are always dependent and the ultimate dependable object is the lord himself we may therefore invent by our advancement of material knowledge all sorts of counteracting material resources but without being guided by the lord all such inventions end in fiasco however strong and stout the reactionary elements may be text 39 neyam shobhishyate tatra yathedanim gadadara tvatpadairankita bhati swalakshana vilakshitaih o gadadhara our kingdom is now being marked by impressions of your feet and therefore it appears beautiful but when you leave it will no longer be so there are certain particular marks on the feet of the lord which distinguish the lord from others the marks of a flag thunderbolt and the instrument to drive an elephant umbrella lotus disc etc are on the bottom of the lord's feet these marks are impressed upon the soft dust of the land where the lord traverses The land of Hastinapura was thus marked with Lord Shri Krishna was there with the Pandavas and the kingdom of the Pandavas thus flourished by such auspicious signs Kunti Devi pointed out these distinguished features and was afraid of ill luck in the absence of the Lord text 40 Imejana padaha sraddaha supagvaushada virudaham vanadri nadyudanvanto All these cities and villages are flourishing in all respects because the herbs and grains are in abundance. The trees are full of fruits and the rivers are flowing 
and the hills are full of minerals and oceans full of wealth and this is all due to your glancing over them human prosperity flourishes by natural gifts and not by gigantic industrial enterprises the gigantic industrial enterprises are products of a godless civilization and they cause the destruction of the normal aims of human life the more we go on increasing such troublesome industries to squeeze out the vital energy of the human being the more there will be unrest and dissatisfaction of the people in general although a few only can live lavishly by exploitation the natural gifts such as grains and vegetables fruits rivers and the hills of jewels and minerals and the seas full of pearls are supplied by the order of the supreme and as he desires material nature produces them in abundance or restricts them at times the natural law is that the human being may take advantage of these godly gifts by nature and satisfactorily flourish on them without being captivated by the exploitative motive of lording it over material nature the more we attempt to exploit material nature according to our whims of enjoyment the more we shall become entrapped by the reaction of such exploitative attempts if we have sufficient grains fruits vegetables and herbs then what is the necessity of running a slaughter house and killing poor animals a man need not kill an animal if he has sufficient grains and vegetables to eat the flow of river water fertilizes the fields and there is more than what we need minerals are produced in the hills and the jewels in the ocean if the human civilization has sufficient grains minerals jewels water milk etc then why should it hanker after the terrible industrial enterprises at the cost of the labor of some unfortunate men text 41 अथ विश्वेश विश्वात्मन विश्वमूर्ते स्वकेशु मे स्नेशमिवं छिंदी दृढ़ पांडुषु वृष्णिषु ओ लॉर्ड ऑफ द यूनिवर्स सोल ऑफ द यूनिवर्स ओ पर्सनालिटी ऑफ द फॉर्म ऑफ द यूनिवर्स प्लीज देर फोर सिव्यर मै टाई ऑफ अफेक्शन फॉर मै किन्समेन द पांडवास एंड द वृष्णीस A pure devotee of the Lord is ashamed to ask anything in self-interest from the Lord but the householders are sometimes obliged to ask favors from the Lord being bound by the tie of family affection Shrimati Kunti Devi was conscious of this fact and therefore she prayed to the Lord to cut off the affectionate tie from her own kinsmen the Pandavas and the Vrishnis Shrimati Kunti Devi wished Shri Krishna to remain with her sons the pandavas but by his doing so her paternal house would be bereft of the benefit all these partialities trouble the mind of kunti and therefore she decide to cut off the affectionate tie a pure devotee cuts off the limited ties of affection for his family and widens his activities of devotional service for all forgotten souls The typical example is a band of six Goswamis who followed the path of Lord Chaitanya. 
all of them belonged to the most enlightened and cultured rich families of the higher castes but for the benefit of the mass of population they left their comfortable homes and became mendicants to cut off all family affection means to broaden the field of activities without doing this no one can be qualified as a brahmana a king a public leader or a devotee of the lord shri ramachandra cut off the tie of affection for his beloved wife to manifest the qualities of an ideal king such personalities as a brahmana a devotee a king or a public leader must be very broad minded in discharging their respective duties shrimati kunti devi was conscious of this fact and by being weak she prayed to be free from such bondage of family affection text 42 ஸ் Perfection of pure devotional service is attained when all attention is diverted towards the transcendental loving service of the Lord. To cut off the tie of all other affections does not mean complete negation of the finer elements like affection for someone else. This is not possible. A living being, whoever he may be, must have this feeling of affection for others because this is a symptom of life. The symptoms of life such as desire, anger, hankerings, feeling of attraction etc cannot be annihilated. Only the objective has to be changed. Desire cannot be negated, but in devotional service the desire is changed only for the service of the Lord in place of desire for sense gratification. The so-called affection for family, society, country etc consists of different phases of sense gratification when this desire is changed for the satisfaction of the lord it is called devotional service in bhagavad gita we can see that arjuna desired not to fight with his brothers and relations just to satisfy his own personal desires but when he heard the message of the lord in bhagavad gita he changed his decision and served the lord and for his doing so he became a famous devotee of the lord for it is declared in all scriptures that arjuna attained spiritual perfection by devotional service to the lord in friendship the fighting was there the friendship was there arjuna was there krishna was there but arjuna became a different person by devotional service therefore The prayers of Kunti also indicate the same categorical changes in activities. Srimati Kunti wanted to serve the Lord without diversion and that was her prayer. This unalloyed devotion is the ultimate goal of life. Text 43 ஸ்ரீகிருஷ்ணகிருஷ்ணசவிஷ்ணவீரியோவிந்தோத்விஜசுராத்தி ஹராவதார 
ಯೋಗೇಶ್ವರಾಖಿಲಗುರು ಭಗವನ್ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸಕವೃಷ್ಟಿಷಭಾವನಿದೃಗ ರಾಜನ್ಯವಂಶದಹನ ನಪವರ್ಗವೀರ್ಯ ಗೋವಿಂದ ಗೋದ್ವಿಜ ಸುರಾರ್ತಿ ಹರಾವತಾರ ಯೋಗೇಶ್ವರಾಖಿಲಗುರು ಭಗವನ್ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ O Krishna, O friend of Arjuna, O chief amongst the, the descendants of Vrishni, you are the destroyer of those political parties which are disturbing elements on this earth. Your prowess never deteriorates. You are the proprietor of the transcendental abode and you descend to relieve the distresses of the cows, the brahmanas and the devotees. You possess all mystic powers and you are the preceptor of the entire universe. you are the almighty god and i offer you my respectful obeisances the almighty lord has his eternal transcendental abode where he is engaged in keeping surabhi cows he is served by hundreds and thousands of goddesses of fortune he descends on the material world to reclaim his devotees and to annihilate the disturbing elements in in groups of political parties and kings who are supposed to be in in charge of the administration work he creates maintains and annihilates by his unlimited energies and still he is always full with prowess and does not deteriorate in potency the cows the brahmanas and the devotees of the lord are all objects of his special attention because they are very important factors for the general welfare of living beings ಸೂತವಾಚ ಪೃತೇತ ಕಲ್ಪದೈ ಪರಿಣೂತಖಿಲೋದಯ ಮಂದಂ ಜಹಾಸ ವೈಕುಂಠೋ ಮೋಹಯನ್ನಿವ ಮಾಯ ಸುತ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಸೆಡ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ದಸ್ ಹಿಯರಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರೇಯರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕುಂತಿದೇವಿ ಕಂಪೋಸ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಚಾಯ್ಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಫಿಕೇಶನ್ ಮೈಲ್ಡ್ಲಿ ಸ್ಮೈಲ್ ದಟ್ ಸ್ಮೈಲ್ ವಾಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಇನ್ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಆಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಮಿಸ್ಟಿಕ್ ಪವರ್ anything that is enchanting in this world is said to be a representation of the lord the conditioned souls who are engaged in trying to lord it over the material world are also enchanted by his mystic powers but his devotees are enchanted in a different way by the glories of the lord and his merciful blessings upon them his energy is displayed in different ways as electrical energy works in manifold capacities Shrimati Kunkiti Devi thus has, has prayed to the Lord just to enunciate a fragment of His glories. All His devotees worship Him that, in that way by choosing words and therefore, uh, by chosen words and therefore the Lord is known as Uttama Sloka. No amount of chosen words is sufficient to enumerate the Lord's glory and yet He is satisfied by Him. such prayers as the father is satisfied even by the broken linguistic attempts of the growing child the word maya is used both in the sense of delusion and mercy herein the word maya is used in the sense of the lord's mercy upon kuntidev ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ 
ஓம் நமோ பகவதே வாசுதேவாய ஓம் நமோ பகவதே வாசுதேவாய நாராயணம் நமஸ்கிருத்தியம் நரம் நரோத்தமம் தேவீம் சரஸ்வதீம் வியாசம் ததோ ஜய ஸ்ரீமத்பாகவத்தம் கேண்டோ ஒன் சாப்டர் எயிட் பிரேயர்ஸ் பை குயின் குந்தி டெக்ஸ்ட் ஃபார்ட்டி ஃபைவ் தாம்பாடம்ிவாரிதாரிபார்ச்சர்ஸ்டினாபுரா and upon preparing to leave he was stopped by king yudhishthira who implored him lovingly so lord was wanting to leave for dwaraka from hastinapura and he was bidding goodbye with everybody and that's when shrimati kunti devi was saying her prayers so the lord was getting ready to leave and that's when he was stopped by king yudhishthira no one could make lord stay at hastinapura when he decided to start for dwaraka but the simple request of king yudhishthira that the lord remain there for a few more days was immediately effective this signifies that the power of king yudhishthira was loving affection when the lord could not which the lord could not deny so the almighty god is thus conquered only by loving service so if we have to get something from the lord it is the only way of loving service that we can make him listen to us and nothing else so he is fully independent in all his dealings but he voluntarily accepts obligations by loving affection of his pure devotees so this we need to understand sometimes when we pray to lord we think our prayers are not coming true that's because he is actually fully independent in all his dealings so it is up to him whether he wants to fulfill his prayers or not but believe me whatever god does will always be good for us text 46 ஹிஸ்டாரிக்கல்ஸ் so the problem that yudhishthira was having was he was a very pious king and he was mortified because of the mass massacre of human beings in the battle of kurukshetra especially on his account so duryodhana was there on the throne and he was doing well in his administration so there was actually no problem with duryodhana's administration in in hastinapur hastinapura and in one sense there was no need of this fight at all but on the principle of justice yudhishthira was to replace him so the whole click of politics centered around this point and all the kings and residents of the whole world became involved in this fight between the rival brothers lord krishna was also there on the side of king yudhishthira it is said in mahabharata adi parva that about 64 crores of men were killed in 18 days of battle of kurukshetra and some hundreds of thousands were missing so practically this was the greatest battle in the world within the 5000 years so this mass killing simply to enthrone maharaja yudhishthira was too mortifying so he tried to be convinced with evidences from histories by great sages like vyasa and lord himself that the fight was just because the cause was just but maharaja yudhishthira would not be satisfied even though he was instructed by the great personalities of the time 
now krishna is designated here in as a performer of superhuman actions but in this particular instance neither he nor vyasa could convince king yudhishthira so does it mean that he failed to be a superhuman factor that is does it mean that krishna failed to be a superhuman factor no certainly not the interpretation is that lord was ishwara was a super soul in the heart of both king yudhishthira and vyasa perform still more superhuman action because the lord decided now as super soul of king yudhishthira he did not allow the king to be convinced by the words of vyasa and others so lord krishna resides in everyone whether it is sage vyasa or yudhishthira so here the super soul of king yudhishthira is again krishna and he did not want the king to be convinced by the words of vyasa and including himself as krishna himself because he decided that the king hear the instructions from the dying bhishma deva who was another great devotee of the lord so the scheme of krishna here was he did not want yudhishthira to accept the explanations of sage vyasa and lord krishna himself because lord krishna decided that lord yudhishthira should actually hear these principles of administration from none other than bhishma deva himself because bhishma deva was also a lord was also was also a devotee of lord krishna so the lord wanted that at the last stage of his material existence the great warrior bhishma deva should see him personally so bhishma deva should see krishna personally and see his beloved grandchildren king yudhishthira etc now situated on the throne and thus pass away very peacefully Bhishma Deva was not at all satisfied to fight against the Pandavas who were his beloved fatherless grandchildren but Kshatriyas are also very stern people and therefore he was obliged to take the side of Duryodhana because he was maintained at the expense of Duryodhana besides this the lord also decided that king Yudhishthira be pacified by words of Bhishma Deva so that the world could see that Bhishma Deva excelled all in knowledge including the lord himself ஸ்னேகமோஹவசங்கிங் Now King Yudhishthira though he was not expected to become aggrieved like a common man became deluded by the worldly affection by will of god just as Arjuna was apparently deluded so this is also a scheme of Krishna a man who sees knows well that the living entity is neither the body nor the mind but is transcendental to the material conception of life the common man thinks of violence and non violence in terms of body but that is a kind of delusion a maya everyone is duty bound according to one's occupational duties a kshatriya is bound to fight for the right cause regardless of the opposite party in such discharge of duty one should not be disturbed by the annihilation of the material body which is only an external dress of the living soul all this was perfectly known to maharaja yudhishthira but by the will of god he became just like a common man because there was another great idea behind this delusion king yudhishthira should be instructed by bhishma deva as arjuna was instructed by lord himself 
so here lord krishna instructed arjuna similarly lord krishna decided that bhishma deva should instruct yudhishthira and that is why all this scheme of things are in place text 48 अहो मे पश्यता ज्ञानम हृदिरूढ़ दुरात्मन पारख्यस्यवेहस्य बहव्यो मे अक्षुणीर्खता लेट मी रिपीट अहो मे पक्षता ज्ञानम हृदिरूढ़ दुरात्मन पारख्यस्यवेहस्य बहव्यो मे अक्षौहिणीर्हता ओके King Yudhishthira said, "Oh my lord, I am the most sinful man. Just see my heart, which is full of ignorance. This body, which is ultimately meant for others, has killed many, many phalanxes of men. Now, what does a phalanx mean? A solid phalanx consists of twenty-one thousand eight hundred and seventy chariots, twenty-one thousand eight hundred and seventy elephants, one lakh nine thousand six hundred and fifty infantry." and 65600 cavalry so this is together called as an akshauhini and as many akshaunihis were killed on the battlefield of kurukshetra maharaja yudhishthira as the most pious king of the world takes for himself the responsibility of killing such a huge number of living beings because the battle was fought to reinstate him on the throne text 49 baladvija sukhran mitra पितृभ्रातृर्गुरुद्रुह न मे सियान्मोक्षो ह्यपी वर्षायुतायुत आई हेव किल्ड मेनी बॉयज ब्राह्मणास वेल विशर्स फ्रेंड्स पेरेंट्स प्रसेप्टर्स एंड ब्रदर्स दो आई लिव मिलियन्स ऑफ इयर्स आई विल नॉट बी रिलीव फ्रॉम द हेल दट अवेट्स मी फॉर ऑल दीज सिंस सो दिस वॉज वॉट युधिश्रा थॉट So whenever there is a war there is certainly a massacre of many innocent living beings such as boys brahmanas and women whose killing is considered to be greatest of sins they are all innocent creatures and in all circumstances killing of them is forbidden in the scriptures maharaja yudhishthira was aware of these mass killings similarly there were friends parents and preceptors also on both sides and all of them were killed it was simply horrible for him to think of such killing and therefore he was thinking of residing in hell for millions and billions of years text 50 naino ragyah praja bhurtah dharma yuddhe vadhodvisham iti me natu bhodaya kalpate shasanam vachah there is no sin for a king who kills for the right cause who is engaged in maintaining his citizens but this injunction is not applicable to me so yudhishthira is knowing what the principles of uh, being a king is he knows that there is no sin for a king who is killing for a right cause nama pankaja nabhaya nama pankaja maline nama pankaja netraya namaste pankajangraye we were discussing this shloka here are some of the specific symbolic marks on the spiritual body of the personality of godhead which distinguish his body from the bodies of all others they are all special features of the body of the lord the lord may appear as one of us but he is always distinct by his specific bodily features shrimati kunti claims herself unfit to see the lord because of her being a woman 
This is claimed because women shudras that is a laborer class and vijabandhus or the wretched descendants of the higher three castes are unfit by intelligence to understand the transcendental subject matter concerning the spiritual name fame attributes forms etc of the supreme absolute truth such persons although they are unfit to enter into the spiritual affairs of the lord can see him as the archa vigraha who descends to the material world just to distribute favors to the fallen souls including the above mentioned women shudras and vijabandhus because such fallen souls cannot see anything beyond matter the lord condescends to enter into each and every one of the innumerable universes as garbhodakasai vishnu who grows a lotus stem from the lotus like depression in the center of his transcendental abdomen and thus brahma the first living being in the universe is born therefore the lord is known as the pankajanabhi the pankajanabhi lord accepts the archa vigraha in different elements namely a form within the mind a form made of wood a form made of earth a form made of metal a form made of jewel a form made of paint a form drawn on sand etc all such forms of lord are always decorated with garlands of lotus flowers and there should be a soothing atmosphere in the temple of worship to attract the burning attention of the non devotees always engaged in material wranglings the meditators worship a form within the mind therefore the lord is merciful even to women shudras and vijabandhus provided they agree to visit the temple of worship in different forms made for them such temple visitors are not idolaters as alleged by some men with poor fund of knowledge all the great acharyas established such temples of worship in all places just to favor the less intelligent and one should not pose himself as transcending the stage of temple worship while one is actually in the category of the shudras or women or less one should begin to see the lord from his lotus feet gradually rising to the thighs waist chest and face one should not try to look at the face of the lord without being accustomed to seeing the lotus feet of the lord shrimati kunti because of her being the aunt of the lord did not begin to see the lord from the lotus feet because the lord might feel ashamed and thus kunti devi just to save a painful situation for the lord began to see the lord just above his lotus feet that is from the waist of the lord gradually rising to the face and then down to the lotus feet in the round everything there is in order